I'm Kristen Perman, and this is Updates You Didn't Ask For. Hi, friends. I've been sitting here trying to figure out what I was going to say, thinking when I first got here that I had everything I knew I was going to say. Excuse me. I'm just going to take a drink of water. I'm sorry. How's it going where you are? Um, it's humid. Summer finally arrived. And what I've been kind of thinking, at least from my very amateur observations, um, Salem seems to follow the, the seasons almost to a T. Summer really did not hit until maybe the 18th of June. And I'm sure that there are other, um, other years that this isn't true, but it was kind of cool to see that, that it literally felt like summer on the 18th. Now it's humid and it's warm. We're using the air conditioning. We have air conditioners in, in each room because with a 200 year old house, you're not, you're not going to be tearing apart the walls. Not to mention we've been shown just from when we had, we had to have our windows um, fixed because most of them didn't open and there was too much cold air going, coming in. We were losing a lot of money um, on our heating bill at the beginning of the, um, of winter. And when they took the windows out, we could see that there was like, there was like stuffing and paper and old horse hair. I think that's what they said it was. Who knows? Straw. There was a lot of things stuffed into the wall with, along with the insulation, because I think that they've shot insulation into the walls at some point. Anyways, great story. Why did I even bring all of that shit up? God, I can't even think anymore. <clears throat> Excuse me. Allergies are still killing me. But that's, you know, what what comes with living in a super lush environment. And that's what it is here. We have the woods. We have the ocean. Ooh, that was a cardinal. God, you guys, I love my backyard so much. I love living and observing nature the way that I have been able to. I didn't realize how much I missed it on the, um, on the West coast. I mean, certainly there are things to observe, but the desert, the desert landscape is appealing ish for me, but not with my amateur bird watching, not with my amateur marine biology, like the Pacific ocean and eh, not my favorite. I love the Atlantic. Um, I still haven't gone into the ocean yet. The beaches here, um, they're a little skeevy. Like I love them. I love them. I would put my feet in the water here. I don't really want to swim in them. I've found bones on the beach more than once and not chicken bones. I don't know what kind of animal bones, uh, at the turn of the century, Salem residents used to throw their, uh, horses onto the beach at this one part of uh, Salem. It might have been woods at that point because the woods are very close. Anyways, that beach is called Dead Horse Beach because of so many horse bones. So I don't know if it's still horse bones that are wash washing up. The bone part is kind of gross to me. Um, it makes me think of like the Sopranos and swimming with the fishes, you know. Um, luckily, none of the bones have been long enough to resemble any sort of um, human human anatomy. So I have not gone into the ocean yet, but my neighbor told me of a beautiful beach very close by. 
she said that there was no parking and I went over there very early in the morning one day and it's true there's nowhere to park but it is only about a three and a half mile probably let's just say an even four four miles each way that is nothing I feel like that's a really nice thing to do when it gets a little warmer, right? Like ride your bike, go sit on the white sandy beach, go in the ocean, ride home. Yeah, that that's that's what I'm that's what I'm into. Uh, another bit of news: the kid is moving back to Brooklyn on July fifteenth. She got. An amazing apartment, an amazing rent-controlled apartment, or rent-stabilized, yeah, rent-stabilized apartment, which that's that's not easy to find. But I do think that uh, because of COVID and because so many people have left the city, I do think that that was that worked to their advantage. Um, it also works to their advantage to have um, your parents signing uh, as the co-signers, but. We aren't the only one, so it's fine. We worked it out. It's a beautiful apartment. It's rent stabilized. It's not far from school. Um, laundry in the building. There are a few stores nearby. And, you know, exposed brick, dishwasher, fire escapes. Dudes, I didn't have a fucking apartment like that when I got my first apartment. No, that's a lie. I lived in San Francisco. I definitely had a beautiful apartment with fire escapes. Yeah, we had amazing apartments. So I'm going to just shut my mouth. I had great apartments. I was thinking of my first New York apartment, which I wish I had pictures. It had a 30 degree slant in the living room. I'm not even kidding. 30 degrees. When my husband and I were first dating and he spent the night for the first time, he's he wears glasses and can't see and he fucking crashed into the wall trying to go to the bathroom. Um, that was a very... They, they had some fucking nerve calling that a one-bedroom apartment. Anyways, I... Yeah. Let's just leave it there. So I didn't know what I was going to come on here and talk about because of last week. I am deep in my relearning and um, I will say that that was my least played uh, podcast episode. Maybe people are losing interest in me and that's totally fine. Who cares, right? I'm not making any money off of advertising. This is a free platform for me. You listen, you don't, you come, you go. I, I feel like this is really the only place that I've felt comfortable speaking my true mind. Um, I've been a pussy on social media. I, yeah, I've just been a pussy. I won't, I don't want to, and that brings me to the one thing that I'm really working on right now, which is white silence. My inability to say something, uh, if I see something, to stand up for people, um, I'll stand up for myself. I won't usually get involved in other people's business. And I, I've always watched what the cops are doing, but I've never gotten involved because I've been scared. Like I don't want to get my ass beaten or I didn't want to get my thrown in jail or my ass beaten. But I, but I've been rethinking all of that. I've been rethinking all of that. But what my big struggle is me speaking to other white people me saying something to other white people. I just don't. I don't, especially family members. I just don't. And I know that I'm not saying something on purpose and it doesn't ever feel good, but it feels comfortable instead of 
uncomfortable, right? I was listening to another podcast today and they were talking about um, uncomfortable versus unsafe. And that's something to really think about, isn't it, you guys? Think about that. Uncomfortable versus unsafe. And it was in specific reference to women in general having a big fucking issue with trans women using the same bathrooms. And their perception is that they feel unsafe. And what Laverne Cox was saying is uncomfortable is not unsafe. Those women feel uncomfortable by her presence is what she was saying, but they, what, what is unsafe about, she was saying, what is unsafe about me washing my hands? And you know, that's very true, isn't it? Um, think about it. Uncomfortable versus unsafe. So many instances like that fucking bitch who called 911 on the man, um, who was bird watching in Central Park when actually she was the one that was breaking the law. She was the one that didn't have her fucking dog on a leash. And yet she called the police because she, she said she felt unsafe. No bitch. You felt uncomfortable because this man called you out for something that you were doing and you couldn't believe that he actually had the nerve to say that to you. Again, that fucking white woman demographic. And that's another thing that uh, I had to explain to my husband and my daughter didn't like it either. And I don't even think that my husband completely agrees with this. I said to him, you know, when I'm walking down the street, I have to realize and accept and understand that there are people that going that are going to see me that are automatically going to assume that I'm a Karen. And he's like, I don't get that. I don't see why. Why why are you saying that? And so we had to talk about profiling and you know, I used the example of racial profiling and black people and people of color and trans people and how you get pulled over. And I said, there is definitely going to be people. And I just, I, it's just, it makes sense. Right. And I said, and even for you too, dude, we, we walk down the street because we're white, because of our age, because of our, how we look, how we present our demographic, we are profiled into being that kind of a person. People might avoid us because they're worried we would be the person that will call the cops. And he's like, and he got, you know, he got offended. I, listen, I understand that it can feel uncomfortable, but you know what? It fucking felt liberating again to me, you guys. It does because I, then it makes me feel like, okay, I understand the things that I feel out in the world, but I can't explain to myself, right? Because I have really strong intuition. I do. I know I do. And I fucking just push it aside because usually my intuition is telling me something that makes me feel uncomfortable. Um, not always, but usually my intuition, and, and I'm, I'm sure this is because of my childhood, and I'm sure it's because, yeah, I mean, my intuition is used as a protection tool. That is, it's my force field. It's how I read the world, but it's always, God, I can't, I can't, I'm just actually figuring this out for myself right now. Whew. Just going to sit for a second. 
So I've always used my intuition as a protection tool on how to save myself, how to protect myself, how to make sure that I'm okay and that I'm safe. And it kind of makes sense why I would doubt that intuition sometimes because I also know that my brain is hardwired to see danger, Will Robinson, danger, danger. And very often the scenarios that I create in my head don't come true. The fear mongering, the doom and glooming, you know what I mean? So um, that could be why I don't trust my intuition as much as I would like to. And it's very wild. Wow. That's, that's been my protection. That makes a lot of sense. So you know what? I don't even know what else to say here to you guys because right now I've got a lot to process because I've just had a major epiphany for my own self, for my own growth. And, you know, just, just take a look at yourself. See something, say something. If you're white friends, if you identify as white, if you're a white lady, if you're a white lady in my demographic... Just consider some of the things that I've said today because you know what? One, I didn't, I'm not smart. Like I didn't come up with any of this. I am so fucking late to the game. It's shameful, but I'm not talking about, well, I am talking about that. I'm not, you know, whatever. I'm trying not to make it about me, but since I have been a person who has made everything about me. My teacher said, you know, for all of us people that think, all of you people, all of you white people that think that you don't have an influence, that you don't have a following, she's like, however many people you are friends with on Facebook, however many people follow you on Twitter, however many people follow you on Instagram, doesn't matter what that number is, that number of people are saying that they are looking and listening and watching you, what you have to say, do, think, they're interested in. And that's why she said, fucking say something. So consider that and goodbye.